mandala is a ritual for purification and healing and purification and healing does not require an external validation how many likes or thumbs up you receive but rather it requires a deep and an internal introspection i think that is what the monks were doing and therefore they were indifferent to clear underwood noticing or not noticing their work welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday here we interact read and share experiences with an intent to be and to create your host for today are prasanna and myself shantesh let's get started one of the web series which net which made netflix a big hit uh, in those days uh, when it was not so famous was the house of cards and in house of cards there was this one particular episode when they show claire underwood who is the first lady taking uh, her path down the uh, white house and on her way she sees a few monks sitting there and doing some kind of a artwork you can say a rangoli kind of a work which typically the monks called it as a mandala now for a few days she thinks that there are many such things which keep happening in the white house so she ignores it but then later on she sees that they are humming something and they are fully focused in that activity they are not even caring when the first lady is going uh, besides them and this thing kinds of gets built on her day by day of course they have used this to show how a month has passed in the uh, serial and uh, it has also been used to show how uh, she is in her own thoughts thinking about other uh, things in politics and all those things but more importantly the day after a month or so when she really wants to go and see what is happening there what are they doing that is the day she suddenly sees that they are wiping out the whole mandala and uh, they have uh, stopped doing it now so the thing which comes to my mind is uh, what were they doing now say for example uh, someone like us if we were doing a art work in the white house in front of the first lady we will start taking pictures we want to put it on instagram we want to make a video and create put it on our youtube so there are many things which come to our mind but these monks have no uh, affiliation or no attachment to all those things they are simply doing what they are doing and on the day which they are supposed to complete it they complete it without any kind of attachment without any kind of uh, guilt or without any kind of uh, special association with that creativity so that's the topic which i think we should be looking into that what are the ways in which this can be interpreted and what learnings can be drawn out of it one of the interesting things about the mandala the monks do is that it is a very intricate sand art like rangoli but unlike rangoli the monks take almost a period of a month or at least a few weeks to complete a small mandala they do it collectively usually in a group of 3 or 4 monks very meticulously patiently and they work for almost 8 or 9 hours a day i believe and one other thing that is different from rangoli is that the monks use this little metal pipe like a device to pour the sand almost one grain of sand at a time instead of using their fingers they do it without touching the mandala 
there are quite a few YouTube videos and I'll put a link in the description for our listeners to watch how it's done. This mandala is a Tibetan Buddhist ritual or practice that has been going on for centuries. It's a very intricate piece of art that they do. Also, because of a lack of better word, I'm calling it a work of art. They perform this ritual to get into a meditative state and to observe life as is and experience the richness of each moment. This gives the monks an opening to become present to subtle realities. As you were speaking, Prasanna, I was also trying to read in the background about mandala and the different aspects of it. So the idea is that when they come together around the square table on which they start making the mandala, they do it, like I said, meticulously taking 20-25 days to complete that little one by one meter of an area. And then the head monk comes, they chant some mantras and then he cuts the mandala on the diagonals and crosses it by wiping with his finger. Then the monks wipe the sand and collect the mix of the sand in a copper or a metal pot. They go to a river, chant some mantras, perform some rituals and let the sand into the flowing river. The whole ritual is intended to depict impermanence, but I think it also reflects upon the cycle of life. Absolutely. And when we are also saying about impermanence, if you see when they were in that moment, when they were going through that process of creating, they were fully there. They were not thinking about what will happen to this in future or they were not concerned about any of the past things. So they were completely immersed in that activity of creating something which they want to create. And in today's world, when we talk so much about content creation, whichever profession a person is today, you will find that person having an Instagram profile. You will find that business having an Instagram handle or a Twitter handle or a YouTube channel. So content creation that way is happening by everyone and uh, all businesses. In that context, if you see, many a times we ourselves get attached to our content. The post I have written, the interview I have taken, the video I have created or the write-up which I have done. So, it's so, so much of attachment to that that I want validation for that content. I want people to like it, to share it, to subscribe it. <laughs> and then also I want it to be uh, considered as one of my thing so that ego comes there that it is my thing prasanna has created this prasanna has written this book prasanna has uh, done this video and then it puts such a burden on the creator that you are always in that pressure of getting more likes the next time more shares the next time and that i'm not saying that spoils the creativity because i don't know any scientific reason whether it will spoil or enhance or make it better but it definitely definitely increases stress on me while i'm creating it the next time there is a huge possibility that i start getting into self judgmental mode and thereby impacting my process of creativity the joy of creativity one of the prominent youtubers was actually sharing this exact same thing that when he started gaining popularity and he became known in the circle uh, among the YouTube watchers or the community, there was a pressure that he had put on himself to deliver better each time. So each time his views dropped maybe by a few hundred from his otherwise several thousands of views that he would normally receive, he would question his entire effort. He soon realized that this was affecting his creativity. 
now he does not know scientifically speaking whether the two things are correlated him not receiving that validation and affecting of his creativity but experientially he most certainly knew that it affected that the pressure actually impacted his work and when he questioned himself why he started making those youtube videos in the first place he was able to connect back to his original intent he realized that it was to impart his knowledge among his peers and to his juniors in the profession and to simply have some fun in the process of sharing and in that realization the pressure just disappeared when he connected with his original intent he gained back that balance like you said earlier mandala is a ritual for purification and healing and purification and healing does not require an external validation how many likes or thumbs up you receive but rather it requires a deep and an internal introspection i think that is what the monks were doing and therefore they were indifferent to clear underwood noticing or not noticing their work absolutely and uh, when you say about internal experience we have discussed about ikigai uh, which was a post which was written and discussed in our podcast also uh, if you see many a times we get too much involved into what to do whether the world will like it or not or wants it or not or pay it pay for it or not but the question many a times get ignored in those set of questions is the one which the thing to do what you love and when you are doing the things which you are loving it doesn't it's a matter of just time maybe that people start giving attention to it and paying for it or it may get some more uh, uh, get delayed to get the required validation from uh, the outside world but what is more important is it will keep you still going because you simply do it because it is something which is close to your heart you like doing it you are in the part and same way in the mandala thing if you see they are not cared about who likes it or not they also are not bothered that this all get will get destroyed or has to be removed i just want to compare the same thing with some of the things which are uh, uh, prepared at our house when it comes to uh, the favorite recipe done by my mom or some uh, neighboring aunt if you see they are doing it every time and we like it every time but there is no pressure on them if i ask them to do a special uh, say pav bhaji for example then there is no pressure that because i do a special pav bhaji everyone likes it i have to make sure that i hit the right chord and then everyone should like it this time so those pressures are not there so they are just doing it because they love doing it they don't even know sometimes what is the magic ingredient which makes it happen so the and similar to the mandala after keeping it on the table it is gone in maybe in 5 10 minutes you will not see that pavaji anymore so it's a very similar spiritual experience a person who cooks also maybe finding uh, while creating such interesting and delicious dishes i would say true in the sense that our mother while cooking for us does not have that pressure to deliver as an as it's an internal expression of love for her unlike let's say a michelin star chef who has now become popular and is constantly uh, uh, in demand or needs to deliver has that pressure but allow me to take this conversation into another direction 
uh, I'm recollecting this instance and a few years ago uh, I was traveling and we were near to Mysore in a place called Kokre Belur. It was around this time of the year in February itself. There are these migratory birds that come from Siberia to this place on the banks of river Kaveri. So we were sitting on the banks to watch them and in the same place there was a Hindu ritual that was happening and taking place as well. Uh, many of them would be familiar with this ritual. In Marathi and many Indian languages, this ritual is called Asti Visarjan, which means after the cremation of the departed, they let the ashes into the river. This young man, who's one of the dear ones had departed, had this earthen pot in his hand and he was waist deep into the water standing facing the banks of the river. The Pandit or the seer was chanting some mantras and when he finished them he asked the young gentleman to drop the pot that he had uh, he was holding on his shoulder into the water on his backside and walk to the bank without looking back. The man was just not uh, able to drop that pot from his hand but eventually he had to and as soon as the pot hit the water and made that thud sound the young man's eyes welled up and he had a lump in his throat and he was in that unexplainable pain. And the next moment his eyes expressed something very contrasting, a sense of completion and a sense of letting go. Uh, I cannot explain this and capturing this into a photograph was almost impossible but in that moment even I, who did not know this person, realized that what was left with him were only the memories of his dear one. Rest all was washed away. I think, in a way, that whole experience on the banks of Kaveri that evening was surreal. Correct. And it can be compared, as you said, with the process of a mandala where, again... Yes, because in mandala too, there is that impermanence, there is a sense of letting go, there is purification, there is healing, there is connection with something visceral and that which cannot be defined. All that is happening simultaneously. And I can connect this with your example of food disappearing from the table or the ritual that I just described with the making of mandala like an expression of an entire life in itself. Right. Uh, and the other thing which we just discussed maybe some time back is about uh, our ego coming into picture because many a times many decisions which are taken by artists are coming from that ego and I'm sure you being an artist and an architect yourself will have seen and might have experienced it also and you have shared with me in past also that there are some ideas where you are okay to kind of <laughs> compromise. There are some even if the owner is paying the money for that you just don't want it to be done that way because for heaven's sake you will say I know it is your money I know you want to color it this way or keep this furniture this way and do this uh, design this way or whatever interior but please for heaven's sake if you can just listen to me and do it this way I think it would be <laughs> better for everyone else <laughs> so my point is I I can understand the uh, uh, comp 
it's not that easy because you are also supposed to make sure that it happens the way it happens at the same time sometimes it might be my own ego coming into picture it is because prasanna is telling you to do it and then you are still not listening to you so how do one connect that with the mandala process of yes of course it is a process of creativity yet at some point i just let it go and it is okay absolutely fine so it's gone in the river like the sand absolutely in my profession the matter of ego coming in the way of our purpose becomes evident but it also happens in all the professions doesn't it when there are several ways to reach or arrive at a desired outcome and when she or he is pushed to do it in a way that challenges let's say their own approach the ego suddenly shows up and of course it is contextual again depending on who challenges your approach a friend or that irritating boss the ego may or depending on that the ego may or may not show up while what really matters is reaching that desired result or outcome in not only the most efficient manner but also by a collectively accepted approach as a team as a whole we all know this and yet why does the ego show up then i think exactly this whole idea of making the mandala when the monks are doing it they are doing it neither from the frame of mind that this eventually will be wiped out so what's the point then nor by questioning in which way should it be done in my way or your way they simply perform the ritual with their 100% making for for making the mandala as perfect as possible and until they achieve that they don't stop they work for days together so meticulously for just that one square meter of a space of mandala knowing that it will be wiped off the day it is completed correct with no material aspiration of recognition or clicking the photographs or nothing of the sort they just continue working uh, they are not doing it for any of those sort of recognitions or validation but they are striving perfection maybe is a loose word to use here in this context but they are striving to achieve the compose the balance knowing that even that's not permanent right i'm just taking a step back and connecting to what you just said that it is nothing to do with a particular profession or a thing because initially my thoughts were like it is with the artists and the music directors and the painters who don't compromise in the field the dress designers they don't like any design which anyone changes but then when you said i was just looking at my kind of a role where it's a corporate job i remember getting Uh, scolded left right and center by one of my colleagues when i just changed some font or some structure in a excel file <laughs> and that lady was like pissed off she said i don't like this i don't like people changing my uh, fonts and changing the way it is please keep the excel the way it was keep the font as it was the formation of the structure whatever table or whatever it was so what you are saying is correct i for me it is not a picasso painting that i am doing any tampering or anything it is just an excel file which in a corporate world you will find unlimited excel files by the way but uh, 
for her maybe it was her piece of heart as you said we don't know but the point is just wanted to connect that it has nothing to do with any particular uh, field of work uh, we put ourselves in so that's why i said the word balance there because you are putting yourself in it is not like you are not having anything to do and you are doing something you are putting yourself in and then you yet have to let it go at some point in time and as you said uh, that becomes very very interesting as well as uh, it that's where the whole topic of mindfulness that where the whole topic of uh, letting go and uh, in that process getting peace comes into picture one of the easiest way looking at this mandala exercise what i realize is that when we are collectively working together realizing that there is no one right way but there is one collective intent focusing on that intent rather than that method or my method makes us let go of our ego striving collectively on that path and in striding towards the intent without thinking whether this is the right path or not or is my path chosen or not or whether that other person let's say that annoying boss is challenging me and wants me to put prove and and wants to prove a point or not regardless of all of those reasons and considerations if we stride aligned to our intent we dissolve ourselves and our self into the act the ants when they walk in a file towards the grain of sugar just follow each other and every once in a while one ant in that file changes the course to find another grain of sugar maybe a bigger one and the rest of them follow it the one finding this bigger grain of sugar and the others following it are all equal and they simply do the job it's simply about collectively working towards the one intent of finding food you know without getting attached to their self but totally involving themselves into the act i think that is a big takeaway for me from this conversation yeah and my takeaway would be just to connect and leave it for our uh, audience to uh, maybe find how they can connect it of course at a larger level with their own lives how they are involved in certain projects certain initiatives which they are putting their whole time energy and efforts and yet at some point in time it is absolutely okay to dissociate from it and get uh, ahead from that point that is on a large jar context and even on a smaller context even today when we are talking about gig economies and small projects nimble projects this mandala becomes so so relevant that you get into a new gig you complete it and you just move on rather than getting stuck with it rather than getting too much associated and trying to validate it from other people's point of view i think uh, these are the things which our listeners can also uh, try to interpret based on their context and we would love to hear from our listeners what is their takeaway we would appreciate if you can share that in comments or by writing to us on instagram twitter or facebook the links for which are in the description if our today's topic raises more question or instigates another topic or you have any topic that you think can be covered through our podcast channel then please direct message us and bring us those suggestions and we would be more than happy to see how we can take it further 
Lastly, do share this podcast with your friends and family and anybody who may connect with such topics. With that, we'll complete our today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.